This is The Gorge. It's a podcast where my friend Sarah and I gorge ourselves on what's happening in the world of video games and entertainment. The Gorge is brought to you by Patreon. That's patreon.com slash The Gorge, where for just $5 a month, you gain access to not one, but two entire podcasts. Five bucks gets you takeout, a monthly commentary track where Ben and I decide we don't feel like putting in the effort of like playing something. So instead, we just watch something and talk over it. Uh, and only $2 gets you, that's hell you're walking into, a series where, um, well, where we play the Fate Requiem event and we realize that it's actually spoiling the Fate Requiem light novels. <laughs> Oops. Is that what it's doing? Yeah, it literally is. It literally, it was like a huge thing when it came out in JP was that it, it spoiled a major plot point of the Fate Requiem light novels. <laughs> well, also, were we ever going to read the Fate Requiem light novel? I don't know, but I feel bad for the author who wrote, because, like, apparently he didn't have any say over what was getting spoiled in the Fate Requiem event. So, Oof. like, he heard about it and was like, what? <laughs> uh, which kind of sucks, so... It's very, uh, it's very Smash Bros. core yeah. of, like, spoiling the end of Mother 3 in the Masked Man's trophy description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if that gives that gives you a hint of what this is. Uh, that's All You're Walking Into is a monthly series where Ben asks me questions about Fate Stay Night, Fate Grand Order, and the extended Nosiverse. And I do my damnedest answer them because it is a very complicated subject. Sometimes he accidentally asks me about Tsukihime and I have to go, oh. Um... So if you think that sounds fun, head over to patreon.com slash the gorge kick in however much you can, whether it's $2, $10 or $50. Don't give us $50. Um, we appreciate all of it. Um, it. It really helps. If you don't have any money, tell your friends about our Patreon and our podcast, which is nice. Uh, and yeah, thanks. Yeah, if you can't if you can't donate, then just spread the word and get people to listen to us because there's always a chance they might donate instead. Correct. And that would help out. And in that way, you've indirectly donated to us. Yeah. So yeah. Sa- thank you to Palm of Power, Jeffy Jeff B. Dreadus, Seal Condor, Nihar Bot, Red Lantern Reviews, Holy Star 64, Patrick Perez, Roddy One Half, Saturn, Alice Marks, Shia, Magus, Jack, Liam Lane, and that other one dude. Thank you all very much. We appreciate every single one of you. Um, so yeah, it is time to talk about what's, what we've been up to and what's, uh, what's happening to other people. Cool. So Sarah, what, what have you been doing? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. All I've done is play Final Fantasy IV. Actually, that's not true. Saturn, uh, our, our good friend Saturn actually came to physically visit me and we did a partial rewatch of, uh, we got to episode 20 of, um, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. And hey, that's still a good anime. It's a pretty good anime, it turns it's still, out. It's still pretty good anime. It's actually really funny to, like, watch Fate Stay Night with somebody who doesn't really have... Who has, like, homestuck brain worms or ex-homestuck... <laughs> or, like, ex-homestuck brain worms, I suppose I should say. And then, like, myself, who was never a homestuck ever. I literally read the first chapter or whatever of homestuck. First part. And was like, ah, this isn't for me. Um, But it's very funny to be, like to watch it with someone like that and they're like i don't really know what's going on but it definitely has homestuck vibes i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i understand immediately and instantly <clears throat> um yeah it's, fun. it's always it's all <laughs> it's always fun to see like what the venn diagram of different series are <laughs> that you would not think have venn diagrams <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm realizing that I feel like I'm I feel like I really dodged a bullet with with Homestuck because it probably when I was younger it probably would have been my shit and then I just would have been an even more annoying adult. So you know, it's fine. Uh, but those the Venn diagrams of of fate. Final Fantasy XIV and, and uh, Homestuck are just nearly a circle, frankly. <laughs> I, think, I think the thing with me with Homestuck is that I did manage to um, come out of it relatively unscathed because I didn't finish it. Oh, that's that's how you do it, yeah. Yeah, I dropped out before the ending hit, so like I never got that like closure. That, that chapter of my life never actually closed. Oh, so you're still technically a Homestuck forever until you finish it. I mean, also... That music slaps, and it'll always slap. That music's still good, though, for sure. Like, yeah. we, again, Toby Fox works on, on some of that music, and as we all know, the man's a genius, so, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, other than that, I, I uh, played too much Final Fantasy XIV. I, I, I promise the next time we do a roundup, I will have real video games to talk about, because I bought the inscription Loop Hero and Death's Door bundle that was on Steam Ooh. for like 24 Yeah, it was a very short-lived Steam. I, I posted about it in our Discord, which is why you should join our Discord. Um, but it was all three of those games for like 24 bucks. Um, That's a good deal. It was a really, it was a steal. So I snagged all three of those. So the next time you see me in a Roundup episode, I will have something different to talk about. I promise I'm not going to fail all of you. Because uh, I really <laughs> want to play Loop Hero and Inscription. So, um... What else? Uh, that's... Is that it? I feel like there's something else, and I can't remember what it is. It might not be anything else. Oh, no. Oh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, we're really in it now. Uh, yeah. Ben, what have you got? I got a bunch of stuff. No good! Um, At least somebody <laughs> is broadening their this- horizons. Besides 14, you know, obviously I, I'm in uh, Endwalker, but we can't talk about it because we're doing Endwalker at the end of the month. Please look forward to end uh, to at the Endwalker episode part one. It's going to be a two-parter. It's going to be, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> but I did do some other stuff. Uh, <clears throat> and now is the time where Sarah can take her headphones out because I'm going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I am going to tell my dog, Diva, what are you chewing on? <laughs> Diva, what have you got? All right, talk about Amazing Spider-Man, Ben. Uh, so, uh, remember how I talked about, like, how Amazing Spider-Man ended, like, both of the current runs, like, the Nick Spencer run and then the Beyond arc? Yeah, and, and how they both ended really, really, how they, like, they ended really, really poorly? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this new run is breaking new ground by starting off really bad. <laughs> Ooh, how unique. Because, like... Because, like, the whole gimmick is that it opens with, like, Peter in, like, a, a blown-out city. And mm-hmm. he's, like, clutching something. And he's, like, screaming in despair. And it's like, what did Peter do? And then it cuts to six months later. Mm-hmm. And, like, his entire life has fallen apart again. Again. And he's on the outs with Aunt May and Mary Jane again. You, okay, and I know. all his super friend, superhero <laughs> friends are mad at him again. again. I know exactly what this episode's title card is already, and I'm here to tell you. You know that one comic that's of the crow doing stand-up? And... <laughs> <laughs> get better material. Ooh, get better material. <laughs> yeah. That's the 
title card. I already got it. Yep. <laughs> um, but the, uh, you know, and so here's the thing is that Nick Spencer's run in 2018 started off in a similar tone because it was right after the Superior Spider-Man arc and he's dealing with the fallout of all that, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, one of his his uh, his papers that he submitted to like an uh, academy is flagged for plagiarism because it was technically written by Doc Ock and not him. Sure. So the writing style gets flagged for plagiarism, so he kind of like loses his credibility in the science community. Um, and he's on the outs of the superhero friends because uh, Kingpin is mayor, and he's <laughs> in order to troll the fuck out of Spider Man set up billboards everywhere sh- like with like him shaking hands with Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just because he could. Just because he could, yeah. Um, But like, by the end of the first issue, like he's kind of resolved those things. Like he's got an internship with Kurt Connors because mm-hmm. like Kurt's like, I know this whole superhero, supervillain shit. I'll lend you a hand, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, he saves the day, and he makes up with the superhero buddies, and, like, everything's kind of like, all right, you know, bad start, but we're going to move on and, and see how things are going, right? Yeah. And this is like, it's bad. His it's... life is bad. Why is it bad? You'll have to find out. Boo, Will you get better a... material. Can we have, like, a hint as to what he did that was bad? No. No. Well, no, just it was bad. You'll find out later. And it's like, I don't want to wait six months to find out what happened. Because there's no emotional impact so far. Because it's just the same shit that they're always doing, which is that Peter Parker's life sucks. It's like, like okay, it doesn't. We know. It doesn't work in like a monthly serial format yeah. to say a mystery and then not give us anything to sink our teeth into for six months. Yeah. You gotta give us something to go <laughs> off of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. And, this is the pain of being a Western comics fan. And it was, it was at like, I, I read this issue and it ends with like Peter looking up at MJ's apartment and he's like, like, debating whether or not he goes up to see her and like he walks away and then some dude walks into MJ's apartment just and he's like yeah just some guy and he's like are you ready to see them and she's like yeah and then like her children what walk in okay like she has two six year old kids (sighs) okay which is so there's there's two ways this can go mm-hmm. and guess what both of them are bad <laughs> uh cuz there's the one way which is it's a trick it's an illusion or there's time fucky happening sure. and they're not really her kids and like they're ghosts or mysterio illusion which means this is for nothing and nothing is accomplished and nothing changes and no one advances status quo stays the same at the end yeah or they are her kids Mm -hmm. which means mj's character is ruined because she cheated on peter six years ago yeah (laughs) and like never told him about her secret children which is also you can't really have like as a like 
a, like a man can have secret children, right? Like, I mean, you run no, off but yes. I mean, like, okay, morally, <laughs> he should, a man he shouldn't. <laughs> okay, all right, good point. Morally, a man should not have secret children. However, logistically, a man can yeah. have secret children. Like, a, right. a woman can't really have, like, secret children because it's like, hey, MJ, where'd you go for nine months? Oh, don't worry right? well, about it. Well, that's, and that, the other bullshit is that, you know what? This is the second time this has happened. No! Man, Remember? I hate every time you tell me about American comics. Remember Sin's Past? Don't worry, Red Lantern Reviews will remind you of Sin's Past. <laughs> no, I hate it here. <laughs> every time. <laughs> so this is They were like, Nick Spencer, Redcon, Sin's Past, but we can't have Peter not be a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of his character at this point. It's like, no, no. <laughs> it's like actually you can you don't have to do this arc please so please reconsider your decision so yeah like either way this is bad, bad. for anyone who's it's a bad. fan of this character in any way right. <laughs> awesome. and this this is the point where i'm like you know what i i think i'm just done yeah no i think I i'm just you. done with 616 spider-man until like, you hear that something gets better, then I I don't blame you, frankly. I mean, I was after after one more day back in the in the, the mid aughts. I was done with <laughs> Amazing Spider Man until 2018, right? Until Dan Slott was off of it. That's when I was like, all right, I'll get back in it. And then it's like, oh, it's four years later, and I'm out. Uh, well, uh, there's there, Insomniac Spider Man is the real canon Spider Man now. <laughs> So Spider-Man continues to be bad, and you're off again, off of it again. I'm yeah. sorry. Yep. What else this is got? why I'm just I'm just telling everyone: don't read six one six. Find one shots. Find miniseries. Find alternate universes. Read Ultimate Spider-Man. Just read it up until issue like one twenty eight, right before Ultimatum happens, and then you can stop. And it's good. It's the best Spider-Man okay. has been. Perfect. What else did I do? Uh, I watched Turning Red. Yay! You watched it finally. Isn't it great? Uh, in in prepper in in doing my Kingdom Hearts research, I watched Turning Red. <laughs> Getting ready for Kingdom Hearts four. Um, and then I got an article written about me yes! for watching Turning Red. I'm so proud. I was terrified because you did you did do a viral, and then you got an article written about you, and I was like, oh no, what has he done? I like attention, but this might be too much. <laughs> oh, I muted I muted that that thread, so like I don't even see it anymore. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, Turning Red is cute, isn't it? It's it's a really good movie. It it's was a really, really fun. good movie. It's fun they, and cute and, and lively. I, they so easily captured what it was like to be 13 years old in 2002. <laughs> to be the most awkward teenage girl in the entire... I, would, I don't know if we talked about it on the episode when I talked about me having watched Turning Red, but I watched Turning Red with my mom, which is... Uh, <laughs> shouldn't have done that but it's fine um but at the beginning of the movie where it's just like may is like the most awkward little girl in the world my mom literally is like oh sarah it's like when you were a little kid I was like, mama <laughs> oh but she's right of course she, i mean that that scene where the worst thing to ever happen which is your parents discover your weird fan fiction or fan art mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, it would nightmarish. Make, you know, nightmare. Hell on earth. Uh, it happens. It always happens. You you can't escape it. It's just like at some point in your life, your parents are gonna find out that you're just like a weird little that you are definitionally a weird little girl, and you're gonna be a weird little girl forever. As it turns <laughs> out, oh no, huh? Granny um, Red's a little too relatable. <laughs> all like all of her friends were like perfectly written. Yes. In those archetypes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, just, like, I love Priya, obviously not being allowed to dress like a goth because of yes. like, her family or like money, who knows. <laughs> but like, she still really wants to be a goth. So she still like acts like a vampire and, and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh honey, I know I had friends just like that too. It's okay. It's extremely relatable. I too was a teenage girl at around that time. <laughs> <sighs> it's great it was yeah it was a absolutely delightful film <laughs> it has such good like i don't know the the whole style is so cute and and i mean it's so cute and different that again my mom who is not like a big cartoon person was like watching this just like this is a really different art style for an american animated movie and i was like yeah because it's it's so yeah. obviously drawing extremely heavily from ghibli and stuff like that Oh yeah, the, the the late '90s, early aughts, like anime vibe without the, without like being done in anime art style. Right. The uh, the extremely blatant uh, Sailor Moon visual reference toward the end of the movie, where they show. I suppose there's a. <laughs> I guess there's a Sky Needle in Toronto. I've never been to Toronto. I'm sorry. Um, I guess there's a Sky Needle in Toronto, but they show the Sky Needle in Toronto with like the. Like the skyline with the extremely obvious Sailor Moon pastel color palette from the anime that they would use for yes. for establishing <laughs> shots. I saw it was just instantly, oh, 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 I know what that is. I know what that reference is. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and but also though, I, when we talked about it last time, when I when I first watched it, am I not right that the roof running scene is like one of the most this... video gamey things in you... like you've ever seen in a movie? I think I've said this on the podcast before. I know I've said it to you specifically, but sure. like, this is the first time I've seen a double jump in something that's not a video game. I know, and it's like the perfect <laughs> expression of a double jump, too. It's so cute. I was just watching that whole scene where she like runs away from the ceremony and is going to the concert. And she's like transforming, like popping in and out as she runs. And all I could think was like, this is the it's so video gamey in an extremely cute way. Like, I'm really looking forward to turning red being in Kingdom Hearts 4, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I will play Kingdom Hearts 4 if that is the case. I'll yeah. have to play all I, of Kingdom I, Hearts before of that, but you know, that's neither here nor there right now. Uh well, you know, you won't you might not have to if <laughs> certain plans I have go <laughs> as smoothly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um <clears throat> But no, really, really, really good kids movie. Uh, very enjoyable. Um, and speaking of kids movies, mm -hmm. after watching the OVA, I kind of got on like a Sonic kick. Oh, really? Uh, so I was doing because <laughs> there there was the uh, the recent the the Gouda Gouda event rerun in FGO, and I'm like, I need something to watch while i'm grinding because i'm losing my <laughs> mind here because i don't have an, an android so i can't run the robot <laughs> right 
So I'm like, what can I, what can I watch? You know what? I've been meaning to watch the Sonic movie. Oh, okay. So I, I put on the Sonic movie and then very little grinding got done because it <laughs> turns out the Sonic movie is really good. Okay. <laughs> um, this, this movie somehow managed to be both a video game movie and a cartoon character goes to the real world movie mm-hmm. and not only pull it off, but excel at it. Oh, good. Like I was, I was like honestly shocked at how utter, like how like completely enjoyable the whole thing was. And the key to it is that get this, you you won't believe what the answer to why the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was good mm-hmm. is is because Sonic the Hedgehog is in it for like ninety percent of the movie. What? There are very few shots. Where Sonic the Hedgehog is not on the screen. I feel like, and this is just a this is a crazy notion. I might be totally off base, but this feels like a dig toward the Michael Bay Transformers movies. I might be wrong. It's a dig. It's a dig towards that and towards <laughs> a lot of other movies <laughs> like it. Yeah. It's also a dig towards the Godzilla movies mm-hmm. and like any of these of these movies were like a cartoon character is 3d and talking to neil patrick harris or someone <laughs> you know yeah or it's like some guy this, this movie could have been like the the two like main humans uh tom and maddie like this movie could have been they need to fix their marriage while sonic and jim carrey do things in the background right but instead, it's a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog escaping from Dr. Robotnik. <sighs> crazy, so I know. Crazy, I know. Insane idea. At, what a what a concept. Jim Carrey does a great job as Dr. Eggman, but that's obvious. Oh, yeah. No, he's perfect. He was, he was born for the role, frankly. <laughs> yeah. The Jim only, Carrey's the like o- a weird freak, but like, you know, he's good the- at starting a Robotnik. The only negative thing I have about that movie is that he doesn't look like Eggman until, like, the post-credits. Oh, well, that's fine. Like, he's got, no, he's got, like, a full head of hair, and he's got a mustache, but it's not, like, a big exaggerated one. Sure. Um, but he does wear a red suit, and he does have, like, egg-shaped robots that, that chase after Sonic and shoot lasers and stuff. That's sequels for, it's fine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so then, after watching that first one, I went and watched the second one. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and guess and what? It's better. Surprise! It's also really good. Stunner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the, like, there, I don't have much to say about it besides it's really fucking good for exactly the same reason. It's about Sonic Tails and Knuckles. Y- yeah. Shocker. <laughs> this This feels like it shouldn't be hard. It feels like, yeah, you're calling the movie Sonic the Hedgehog. It should probably have a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog in it, and yet, and and I and I have to wonder if part of the reason these movies are so good is that the the backlash against prototype Sonic, oh yeah, was so high. That it not only made them redesign Sonic, it made them look over that script a second time, mm-hmm. and be like, 
Well, if we're already fixing the character model, <laughs> we should probably also make sure this script is rock solid. It probably wouldn't kill us to do a couple of reshoots and uh, make sure the script is better and like make sure the movie isn't bad. Like, make sure the movie is good instead of bad. I know, it's a crazy idea. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would definitely write, like, go watch Sonic 1 2. Melissa liked them a lot, <laughs> actually. Um, she's like, we're like talking about like plans you want to do this weekend, and she's like, I would all, I would honestly just be up to go watch Sonic again. <laughs> I'm like, I would also be up to watch you'll, Sonic you'll again. You'll be so proud of me. I am probably going to see Multiverse of Madness. Um, really? I, I know it's extremely outside of my character, however, um, my the other Sarah in my life texted me and was like, "Listen, we both love Sam Raimi, and this movie is extremely fucking Sam Raimi. Go watch it." And I'm like, Fine. "Yeah, I'll that's go. what I have heard. That I have heard that it is deeply Sam Raimi, which is good. I'm I'm yeah. I love Sam Raimi, and and so I will I will see a Marvel movie, a one Marvel. I haven't seen a Marvel really? movie since." Guardians. It was Guardians 2, right? I think it was Guardians 2 was the last time I saw a Marvel movie. So, you know, I am I am allowed, I am allotted a single bad piece of culture for the sake of discussing it with all of my friends. So, yes. one. You're probably going to see it before I do then. Yeah. I mean, we're probably going to go this <laughs> Friday. So there's a good chance I will see it before you, which is extremely funny. But, you know. Yeah. Fine, I'll do anything for Sam Raimi, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, one final thing about Sonic Two: um, the trailers ahead of Sonic mm-hmm. were dire. <laughs> Makes you realize how bad movies are right now, huh? Like, well, like, like and I don't, and I don't, I don't know if some of these movies might end up being good mm-hmm. later on, because I don't know. You can't judge a kids' movie trailer off of. You can't do the movie off the trailer, you know? Sure, again, Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. But, like, if anything, it's these trailers are all, they're all the exact same over and over again. Oh, yeah. If you've seen one kid's movie's trailer, you've seen them all, right? They're going to do a a wacky cartoon thing, and then a character's going to, like, you know, recoil in awkwardness or say, like, that happened. Right. And then, you know, or, like, the, the guy played by Samuel L. Jackson is going to sigh and face palm. Sure. <laughs> and that's, and that's just, that's, that's every single trailer. And there's a, there's a musical, there's like a musical sequence toward the end with like, yeah. in a world where, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I understand. I watched the trailer for, um, that new Puss in Boots movie, which does look good. I will say animation. Yeah, animation for good. that looks, <laughs> yeah, looks dope. However, that trailer is also cut like every single other kids' movie trailers. So, you know, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Um, although that also really may- also bringing up kids' movies, I really want to see the bad guys. I have not seen that yet. That- one with the cartoon wolf? I watched, so someone put like the opening, like first two minutes on, mm-hmm. on, on Tumblr to be like, look at this incredible shot. Because mm-hmm. it's just, a, it's just a, a one-er for like two and a half minutes. Oh really? Okay, like just like, one, like, like Quentin one take? Tarantino style. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, okay. I was like, oh, if this is gonna be the movie, then yeah, I'm into this. Sure. I would. I would love to see a kids' movie version of Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> uh, the gorge just becomes us watching just like kids' movies at some point. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> how did this happen to uh, me? 
I've got to watch other things. I promise I'll... I, I also really want to watch every... Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Um, so that's another thing I'll probably talk about the next time we yeah. get together. Because I, I have the ability to see that movie. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. Um... <sighs> But yeah, let's see what else. Uh, oh yeah, uh, on on my Sonic train, uh, mm-hmm. I also picked up Mania and Adventure Two on Steam. Uh, Mania is really good. Mania, it's weird though, because okay. like, um, so I've I'm not like an, a Sonic expert, mm-hmm. but like I've played Sonic Two and Three enough times that I kind of know the layout of every level. And the idea behind the classic Sonic games is play them enough times to memorize like your route and then just <laughs> do your route as fast as possible. Right. Right. So I've been doing that for like two decades is my route and mania will have the, the throwback levels and they'll start off the same and then change. And <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> That's the point. It's trying to shake things up. Yeah. The muscle memory like doesn't kick in anymore. And I'm like, Oh, I got to explore actually. You oh, have geez. to explore and play the rest of the video game. Um, the modding scene for Sonic Mania is incredible, though. Well, that, that doesn't surprise me, because Sonic but, Mania is made by fans, so, like, obviously it would support, like, fans modding it as well. But there's there's mods that are like, oh, here's just an entirely new set of levels, like, completely Ooh. overhauled. Here's here's Amy. Here's Shadow. Mm-hmm. We just, we're just adding characters to it. With their own move sets and stuff. Oh, that's exciting. Um, yeah, very cool, very fun game. I do not like the Chaos Emerald mini game. I oh. would much prefer to get Blue Spheres again. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this new one is—it's it's like a you're on like a, a race. It's like a 3D Sonic R type thing where you have to chase after like a uh, UFO that's carrying the Chaos Emerald, and you have to okay. uh, get orbs to increase your speed. And get rings to keep the counter from going, the timer from going down, and you know timing you out. Sure. Um, but it doesn't control very well. It's like it's ah. very slippery, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Bad speed segment. I understand. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing I don't like about it. And then Sonic okay. Adventure Two is Sonic Adventure Two. I know that game like the back of my hand, and I was just like, I haven't played it in like fifteen years. I want to play this again. Uh, and it turns out just you still as- just have it memorized. <laughs> It's just as goofy as I remember. <laughs> Great. I got I got to the bit where though it's it's the part from the fan dub where Eggman's like, I miss my wife tales. <laughs> what the fuck are you two talking about? <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah, the whole the whole piss on the moon thing is funny, uh-huh. but nothing hit me in the gut as hard as I miss my wife tales. <laughs> Uh, God, uh, but yeah, that's it. I did okay. a bunch of Sonic stuff. You did a bunch of Sonic. Cool. Anything else? That is that is it. Right on. Okay, uh, so we'll we'll go to news. It's time for the news. Ta- ta- and, ben, uh, tell me a news, a nude. So here's the shot. Uh, Square Enix selling Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Thief in their studios <laughs> as well. Here's the chaser. Uh-huh. NFT market collapses just as Square Enix sells Tomb Raider to bet big on blockchain. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what's great about this mm-hmm. is um, 
we'll finally get better Square Enix shows during like you know E3 and stuff because <laughs> they, they can't make they, they can't make bad they can't like show off their their bad Western titles. Yeah, we <laughs> maybe somebody will we, finally be allowed to make a Deus Ex. We won't have the Western dev trap to fall in. <laughs> Screenix will just be forced to show, like, good video games at E3, or whatever is going to replace E3, the fucking Summer Games Fest, I guess. But, mm -hmm. yeah, no, uh, this, I consider this one a win-win. Like, yeah, those stupid assholes yeah. spent $200 million. Uh, One, so, whoever bought uh, the, the company, the holdings company, or whoever that bought um, the IDOS properties, got them for a song. $200 million. Oh, yeah is nothing for those properties. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, no, that's... Goofy. <laughs> goofy to to have sold all... Now, does this include selling the actual... This includes the like the actual studios themselves. So this includes, like, Eidos Montreal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Um, the article, a quote from the article, the studio is Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Uh, the latter of which will presumably be in for a name change, numbering at around 1,100 employees worldwide. Good lord. Um, the catalog of IPs owned and or worked on by those studios, including Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, Thief, Legacy of Kane, and the continued sales and operation of the studios, more than 50 back catalog games. Wow. That is, again, that is a song. That is, that's nothing for, for that much stuff. I mean, Tomb Raider alone is yeah. you know is worth 200 million dollars um so yeah no uh, i hope all i can hope is that like square enix sold all that shit and got 200 mil but like hadn't actually put the money into nfts and shit now so they just have like 200 mil god i hope <laughs> we we can hope yeah we can yeah. only hope otherwise but... i'm really looking forward to my final fantasy 14 sub going up in price <laughs> because it was like a day after that article yeah. went up that's it's like oh the funny. nft market has just plummeted into it's... the ground uh, everyone say thank you dan olsen um, Thank you, Dan Olson. You did it again. <laughs> you did it. I don't think that. Again, I continue to say I don't actually think Dan Olson killed the NFT market, but I do think Dan Olson killed the NFT market. If you know what I mean. Um, I think he helped. He helped. So yeah, extremely funny all around. Um, I hope this means that somebody will make a fucking Legacy of Kane game and a good Thief game and a good Deus Ex game. Maybe somebody will make. That third Deus Ex game. Maybe finally. we'll finally get Deus Ex three. I don't know. <laughs> Please. I. I'm dying. I'm just. I'm just. I, I am just excited to never have to see an a, a Square Enix Montreal game at a Square Enix conference ever again. Correct. I'm really looking we, forward to like watching a Square Enix presser and seeing their logo and be like, oh. Oh, and never have to go. Oh, when it's like followed up by Montreal ever again. <laughs> right. The the dream of never having to see Just Cause sandwiched <sighs> between Final <Three>. Fantasy 16 <laughs> and <three>. Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> we did it, folks. We're out of hell. And go back to ignoring most of those properties. Thank God. There's, I can't think of a bigger disparity in quality between Square Enix's Japanese output and their Western output. And it's tragic because for a while their Western output was good, but because, like, Square Enix is dog shit at managing their Western studio. Like, because, like, the, the first Tomb Raider remake 
where Reboot was good, and Human Revolution is a good video game, and uh, the Hitman game is a good video game. You know, all these things. I know that IO got out early, but you know they were still also cartoonishly mismanaged by Square Enix for a while there. Uh, those are all like those are all good games, and uh, at every single turn, Square Enix was just like, "What if we just fucked it up? What if we just made it worse uh, on purpose as a joke?" And, and the answer is that every everybody eventually got tired of, of Square Enix's Western Studios. So I'm I'm glad for this. They're clearly having success with like their own in-house small games, you know, like Voice of Cards yeah. and, and all of these smaller JRPGs. They're putting triangle strategy and, and stuff like that. Um, they're all doing extremely well. So it's like, oh, okay, well, should, we should probably just stay in-house. So I hope they didn't... I hope they, they were like, yeah, we're going to spend this money on NFTs and then didn't spend the money on NFTs. And we're like, oh, fuck. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I, I like... On the, on the one hand, it's good we don't have to see another Tomb Raider from them. But on the other hand, maybe we'll see a good Tomb Raider again. Oh god, maybe we'll finally get another good Tomb Raider game. I'm really looking forward it's this, to that. It's this weird thing of like... Of like... <laughs> Tomb Raider is in a weird state of being both a good, a good sell and a good purchase. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because mm-hmm. you're like... Like they're they're offloading this bad game they don't want, and someone else is now getting this good game they do want. <laughs> they have this good property that they can do something with. Yeah, um, you know, it's fine. Maybe she'll actually be the Tomb Raider this time. Maybe, maybe she'll finally be the Tomb Raider. She'll be. She's become the Tomb Raider. So now, now we don't have to have Rise of the beginning of the. Uh, rise of the, of the Tomb Raider. Rise, rise of of the shadow of the Tomb Raider origins revolution. Resurrection. Brotherhood. <laughs> oh God! All right, what else we got? Overwatch Two has lost ninety nine percent of its Twitch audience in a week. <laughs> oh. Schadenfreude. Not, not even your new, your new hot character can save you this time. Oh, uh, it's really funny, by the way. Like, it really is like clockwork. At this point, like, there's no self-awareness of anyone at, like, nobody at, at Activision Blizzard or at Blizzard in general has any degree of self-awareness because this new character get out gets you know announced and it's a you know it's finally a black woman in in Overwatch right but like clockwork they put it out or they put her announcement trailer out because somebody reported on the fact that like Gavin Newsom is is going to bat for Actabliz so the Microsoft <laughs> merger will go through and 30 minutes after that story broke it's like here's the new overwatch character like please 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 play uh, wait, overwatch at what point, 2 no at what point at what point do they do the god which one was it which one was it were like on the official subreddit like i think it was which one was cliffy bees oh cliffy bees was um battleborn no. Battleborn. No, that was Randy Pitchford. Rand- okay, so yeah, it was Ra- it's Pitchford. Battleborn was the one where the official subreddit was like, here's like, fi- here's like, 
500 gigs of Battleborn porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at some point, Overwatch <laughs> is just going to start, like, actively promoting the Overwatch porn uh, 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 SFM scene. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is very funny. I was cracking up at, at people on Twitter who saw Tracer's model in Overwatch 2, which is the exact same model as Tracer's yeah. model in Overwatch 1. There are no changes except that she's like wearing a slightly different costume. And it's not even that different. And everyone's like, oh, they made her flatter now. And it's like, bro, the only no. reason you think that Tracer has an ass is because you've watched way too much Overwatch <laughs> SFM porn. Calm down. The girl never had an Wait. ass. Which, which, to be fair, in terms of, like, Tracer appearances, she's been in more porn than she has official Overwatch media. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little ridiculous at this point. So, you know, uh, you're really telling on yourself if you think that Tracer has a fat ass for some reason. Uh, like, that alone will make a lot of people go like, hmm, why do you think that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, Overwatch 2's player, you know, beta player base dropped by 99% because nobody was getting free keys and they realized, oh, it's the same game. And that same game is like, no one cares about that game anymore. You know, whoops. It's just, it's just the fucking gif of the scene from, of, from expiration date with Soldier. We are not going to die. We are going to live forever. <laughs> TF2 wins by doing nothing. <laughs> Oh, TF2 continues just puts along on the bat in the background, breaking think, ro breaking rocks open with its own skull. And it's still I wins. think my favorite thing regarding Overwatch versus TF2 I've ever seen was that someone posted like Winston doesn't deserve to be in Overwatch. They should just put him in TF2. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Winston. <laughs> Winston should be a TF2 character. Fuck you. He's, he's too good for Overwatch. <laughs> or the one where it was like every Overwatch character is bad and like a Winston role player was like, even me? And the response was like, I'm so sorry, Winston. I honestly Fuck forgot you. you were an Overwatch character. You're like a brother to me. <laughs> oh, God. No, there's more... <sighs> There's more character and charm in a single meet the short, even the small ones, uh, yeah. than in anything in an Overwatch. Anything, in frankly. Every every single like every single Overwatch video combined has less charm than Meet the Soldier. Than than no than the first line of Meet the Heavy. <laughs> you're, you're right. Like, uh, I am Heavy Weapons Guy, and this is my weapon. Yeah. that's oh, th There's God. more charm and endearing in that <laughs> than every single Overwatch video. Oh, it's incredible, honestly. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of Blizzard... Oh, no. New York City sues Activision targeting CEO Bobby Kotick. So this is an interesting one because... The entire city? The entire city of, of of New York banded together and filed a class action lawsuit against Bobby. Co no, it's the city government of, this, of, of yeah. the city of New York. But still, that is very funny um, because it has to do with um, like pen it has to do with the merger and, and pensions and how people's pensions are going to get fucked and stuff like that. Um, so I think this one's very funny. If if anything could keep this could keep the merger from going through. 
uh, this might be it because don't fuck with people's pensions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I hope I hope it happens. I think it would be extremely funny if after all of this hemming and hawing and and you know hand wringing and trying to make it work and devaluing the stock and golden parachutes and all that shit. If the Actabliss merger with Microsoft just doesn't go through, like if it just gets that shut would, down and Microsoft's like, fuck it, this is too much of a headache. That would be the ultimate conclusion to this story. I would be so funny. I really, I, I go to bed every night praying that, that that's what's going to happen. Just, just can you, the, I just want to picture the look on Bobby Kotick's face when some, like, with like four or five people in suits from Microsoft just go, eh, we changed our minds. This is so much work. Merging with this company is its just so much work. We've decided to not. Here, here's a quote from the suit, too, by the way. Get, quote, given Kodak's personal responsibility and liability for Activision's broken workplace, it should have been clear to the board that he was unfit to negotiate a sale of the company. But it wasn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. <laughs> I like it whenever legal filings get kind of saucy. Uh, right? Because it's usually so cut and dry, but this one is very just like, no, fuck Bobby Kotick and the horse he ro- rode in on. <clears throat> fuck that guy. So, uh, here, this article actually does have a very convenient list of all the lawsuits oh that have been filed since the merger was announced. All right, hit me. One federal harassment suit settled through facing appeals. One discrimination suit from California. One purported class action suit. Four shareholder lawsuits consolidated into two. Okay. Eight lawsuits over the Microsoft merger, four voluntarily dismissed. Two 220 complaints, including the one from New York City, mm-hmm. plus an SEC investigation and insider trading inquiries from the SEC and Department of Justice. Nice. You love to see it, folks. Now, of course, the, <laughs> the California one is the one that like I, I brought up earlier is is, is Gaffin Newsom colluding with with uh Actabliz to try and uh, basically make the whole discrimination case go away. Um, right. Because fuck Gavin Newsom, uh, that piece of shit. I hope he fucking redacted, redacted, and Minecraft redacted. Um, but, you know, it is funny that there are still that many more lawsuits ongoing vis-a-vis Actabliz and the Microsoft merger. I, I like, like that. It, it... There, there have to be talks of just at Microsoft just going. We need to, we need to stop. We, we can, need to get out right now. We can bail, right? Like we can just. We, we, can, we someone, someone is sending the fucking <laughs> somebody at the Microsoft because they don't use they don't use Slack at Microsoft. They have to use Teams because it's a Microsoft product, right? So somebody in the in the fucking Teams chat is just sending to ShareZone, right? Like. Like, right. you can just like, leave. Hit the bricks. <laughs> like, there, there's got to be someone looking through all of these the, the, these documents and being like, we we got to go. This is we not... Go. We have to go, right? They lost like, 99% of their player base. Yeah, and I we're don't not, know. Like, there has to be someone going like, we're not getting Overwatch, are we? They're not getting Overwatch. Like, <laughs> to me, like, the thing, the thing is, though, like... Unless Microsoft has some really crazy plans to to monetize, which fuck they could. It's Microsoft and it's it's the AAA gaming scene, and I'm selling my PS5 so I can just switch entirely over to my my PC if anybody wants to buy one off of me. Um, like, but unless they have really crazy plans to monetize, seventy billion dollars is a lot of money, and 
I don't think any. I know that Activlis's properties make a lot of money, but I don't think any of them have made that much money. Like, I know Call of Duty is big, but I don't think it's $70 billion. I might be wrong. Maybe I don't know I, numbers. No, I don't think it's... I don't think any single franchise can say they're that big. And there's really not anything else at Activision Blizzard that is big enough to justify like, a $70 billion price tag. Right? You know... They just announced their new WoW expansion to a single rusty trumpet. <laughs> yeah, to mostly people dunking on them for trying to be Final Fantasy XIV now. To to mostly people looking at that and then looking back to fourteen that they yeah. were already playing. <laughs> that they've been playing nonstop since uh, December 31st. Just, they're <laughs> just like... getting very specific. Didn't, didn't, we, didn't we spray for WoW? <laughs> I thought Mom. we got rid of all the WoW. Mom, the WoW's getting back in. You gotta call the exterminator again. <laughs> gotta like go they, in. There has gotta to go be at some point. The yeah. <laughs> There's gotta be at some point where Microsoft just has to go, this isn't worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Like Maybe even even just... if they can like save the franchises, like they're going to have to do a lot of digging to make people... Because like, even without all the lawsuits, people just don't care about Overwatch anymore. They, maybe they think they can just polish this turd somehow. They think this time it will be different. They, they can polish 99% of the turd? <laughs> <laughs> maybe! I don't know. It, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's just mess. that fucking... It's just the fucking the fucking Homer bit with the with the the roast pig. Yeah, it's just a little dirty. It's still good. It's still good. It's still good. It's still good. No, it's not it's still good. Oh god. Oh, what else? Uh, next, Daniel Radcliffe is clearly having the time of his life in the Weird Al movie. Did you watch this trailer? I did not. It's so the the question people had was like, is this going to be like an actual like. Like, what's the percentage of spoof to, like, actual, like, biopic? you know, a biopic of, Weir of Weird Al Yankovic's life? Right. And the answer is 90 to 10. <laughs> Great. I <laughs> like, love that. Like, there's a bit where Daniel Radcliffe tears his shirt off and he's just, like, fucking shredded in a way that Weird Al has never been in his life ever. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Like it's it's all gonna be a huge spoof on biopics. Okay, cool. Which that makes is sense. What it's, you want? It's got Daniel Radcliffe. I, you know what? I shouldn't be surprised by that at all. No. Yeah. Considering Daniel Radcliffe's uh, other notable movie, other than, um, other than Harry Potter, is Swiss Army Man, a movie where Daniel Radcliffe hangs out with a farting corpse for like yeah. an hour and 30 minutes or something like that so you know that makes sense yeah no this is I'm, I'm really looking forward to this like yeah there's there's a bit in the trailer where he's like on stage shirtless chugging a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> cool okay <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic you know famous health nut vegan that he right. is yeah totally would up there definitely do that away. yeah yeah so yeah I'm very excited to watch that that'll be hilarious uh, Save Room is a Resident Evil 4-style inventory Tetris puzzler. 
We finally have one, folks. We, we finally have Attaché Case Simulator 2022. We have it. It's finally here. Now put it on my phone it's... and you'll make so much money. <laughs> it is under $2 on Steam right now. Great. So go pick up Save Room Organizational Organization Puzzle. That's hilarious. And yeah, it, it, the screenshot of it, it's like, it's just the RE4 inventory screen without yeah. without Leon obviously being sure. there. Sure, of course. But they've got they've got a little uh, a little like green uh, heart monitor HUD mm-hmm. to like indicate your health. You have like shotguns and potions and eggs and all. And it's literally you just gotta, a puzzle like, game where you're coordinating yeah. your your inventory. Incredible, perfect. Yep. Uh, Summer Game Fest. Okay. So uh, it's it's coming. It's happening. June 2022. June 2022. It's it's just around the corner. So if you if you click on on the link to summergamefest.com, uh-huh. uh, there's a little animatic that plays where like the date appears. And okay. the uh, first letter that shows up in June 2022 uh-huh. is a big old E. Oh. <laughs> and then it, it stretches out to form June 2022. <laughs> Hold on, I'm clicking it right now. Go so. to Summer Games Fest. Oh yeah, I see that. <laughs> so so Jeff Keeley is is He's just aware. uh This oh, is the new E3. It's it's a it's a really long E. Like if you took three E's, E's. and lined them up side by side, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. No, something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, this uh, is the new E3. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's so there's there's just like, you know, this is just it's the site is going to be adding more and more as time goes on. Right now, there's only the initial show on June 9th. There's a Tribeca game spotlight on June 10th and mm-hmm. Xbox plus Bethesda on June 12th. So okay. hopefully this means they're just going to condense it into like a, just one, maybe like an extended weekend in June. Maybe like like three to five days. At maximum, five days at maximum. So, Please? yeah, June, June 9th is a Thursday, and then June 12th is a Sunday. So, like, okay. that's a good range of dates. And ostensibly, ostensibly, a Sony show and a Nintendo show will happen somewhere around the same time, like usual. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please don't extend it months. Not I can't do it again. No, I can't. I'm just, sorry. I don't have that that kind of willpower. Just one weekend, please. Or I'll take a week. I'll I'll take like a full week of, of shit, right? Like that's okay. Yeah. It's a lot, but at least it'll all be condensed into one week and we'll just have one five hour long episode. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, like, perfect. That's it. Just, please. Just not not this. Not not this every week drip feed thing again i can't do it not like this i am like this i am looking forward again to square enix having a good show maybe they'll have a normal show finally maybe maybe we'll finally see ff16 because they don't have any they won't have anything else to put up now they did say that they have a trailer ready so 16 is probably gonna be at summer games fest like I would hope or so. somewhere in that general vicinity. So I, I really hope so because that's that's what they said in an interview was that they, they the game is not mostly done but like playable from start to finish, which is two kind of different things, right? Um 
but they said the game is playable from start to finish, and they have a trailer to show. They're just waiting for, like, the right time to show it, so it's like, okay, we need it now. Thank you. I believe you. I believe you, Yoshi P. <laughs> but you have to give it to me to make me believe you more. Me. Maybe we'll maybe we'll finally see that RE8 DLC. No, that RE8 DLC remember, does not exist. <laughs> remember when they years. were gonna? Remember when they announced that? That RE8 does, that <laughs> DLC is, is vaporware. Uh, they have not talked about RE8 at all since that E3. That shit's dead, son. That that shit was like between the couch cushions, and they just like desperately needed something to talk about in yeah. E3. <laughs> Oh god. Are we are we working on RE8 DLC? We are now. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them something. We have to fill this time block. Okay. Tell 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 them we're announcing Taika Hakuten Saiban. We already put that out. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all out of ideas. Oh god. Did you see the Taika or that uh Saiban slash Great Days Attorney Chronicles? Uh, moved 500,000 copies. Good for them. So that's a lot. That's that's, that's a lot. That's pretty good for title. an ace journey. So you know what that means? It's, it's time make, to make, make a third one. Make a third make, great ace attorney. Please. It's time to make more, make more ace attorney games. Please. It's time to make a new ace attorney game. Capcom, I'm dying. <laughs> it's been 700 years. <laughs> I'm wilting. Please. Oh, God. It's been... Uh, has it been since 2016? I think 20... Because it was on the 3DS. Yeah. So it had to have been around that time. Oh, God. Kill me. Yeah, we, we, yeah, it was one of our first episodes Spirit about it. So, yeah. Spirit of Justice is one of our earliest episodes. Yeah. Now, that being said, I don't want another Ace Attorney game. I'm sorry. I'm over those. Um, you you don't know what you're doing with that overarching plot, so I don't, I don't care anymore. Um, I will take a third grade Ace Attorney game. However, yes. I, I do intensely care about all of those freaks. So, I, I do need one more of those. Just one more. Just one more. One more, please. I, I'll be fine after that. I won't definitely be like a freak scratching away in the, on the street corner. Like, y'all got any Ace Attorney? Um, it's fine. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Capcom will announce it. No, they won't. We live in hell. But they might. <laughs> but they, they might, though, I guess. Maybe. They announced Devil May Cry 5. I suppose any fucking thing can happen. I want, I want a great Ace Attorney 3 trailer that hypes us up as much as the DMC5 trailer hypes us up. <laughs> yeah. Just shows the court record and we're all like, oh! <laughs> the same as like when Nero revved his fucking sword in that one DMC5 yeah. trailer. Exact same feeling. <sighs> Please. Alright, uh, Next. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time leads 2022's World Ga Word World of Video Game Hall of Fame inductees. Oh, well, that's, uh, I'm surprised it wasn't there sooner, but okay. Also added this year, Miss Pac-Man, Dance Dance Revolution, and Sid Meier Civilization. Nice. Uh, yeah, cool stuff. Cool. So I just, you know, Ocarina of Time, uh, only now just getting in there. It's very funny, but I suppose somebody... <laughs> I'm sure somebody was looking at the list of like shit they had in there and someone was like, hey, did we forget something? 
Someone just yanks their head up from their computer and goes, Ocarina of Time! Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, uh, the list of nominees, uh, included Assassin's Creed Candy Crush Saga, <laughs> Minesweeper NBA Jam, Parappa the Rappa, Resident Evil, Rogue, and Words with Friends. On a purely logistical level, logical level, logistical is something different. I get get it because it's like, it's like a thing that made a lot of people play video games. However, if you're in my heart, I know that that is wrong. There's no way. Look, look. People who play mobile games can be gamers too. Sure. Right? Sure. That's fine. But, but I don't think Candy Crush Saga and Words with Friends are are in the same category as, as Resident Evil. As Ocarina of Time and Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Like, yeah, okay, you're in the same category, but you're not at the same table. Not even in the same universe. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, they're not at you're, the same table. They're not even in the same restaurant. <laughs> okay. Like, like, words with friends doesn't get to stand next to Halo. No. Okay, I'm sorry. let's just be real. Like, like, calm down a little. Ugh. Next. Next. This is the one I've been waiting for. Oh, no. Babylon's Fall dropped to just one concurrent player on PC. Stop, stop, it's already dead! Uh, Why? Hello? hello? Is anyone there? Why, why, I'm the last Babylon's Fall player left! Finally! It's all mine! And then he drops his controller. No! It's not fair! There was time now! Is, is this new and you're down to one player uh, right like I it's not like know. it's not like we're, we're closing the servers this game has been around for 15 years and we finally gotta pack it up guys there's just not enough of you to stick around to keep it open you know sure we we, we gotta close we gotta close the arcade because it's just not drawing in the business anymore right yeah nobody carries quarters anymore guys it, it it sucks, but it's gotta go. What do you what do you do when your when your business opens and then it's down to one customer in like three months? <laughs> Ostensibly, you do what um Anthem. I already forgot his name. You do what Anthem did. Where you pretend you're gonna do a big Final Fantasy 14 slash No Man's Sky <laughs> overhaul, and then you just don't. You just go like, okay, yeah. never mind. We're gonna pack that one in, folks. Fuck it. Uh, we <laughs> really screwed the pooch on this one, guys. You know, <laughs> just, just imagining the timeline where like they do their big FF14 thing, and it's still just that Bahama one guy. Bahama just Bahama just destroys the game, and then it's over. <laughs> Yeah, they drop a moon on um, Babylon's fall, and then the game, and then the game is just like the end. 
It's like, wait, I thought there was supposed to be a realm reborn. No, fuck this. We out. <laughs> Bye, suckers. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's it's just the, it's just the gif of Alphano and Alice's grandpa like smiling as the light consumes him, but then it just it's like it's not a looping gif. It just ends. It just ends. It's just white. Yeah, <laughs> just oblivion. Oh, okay, great. Oh yeah. No, what you, uh, what? I follow that one guy is on Twitter and and happily advertises himself as the last as the last uh, Babylon's Fall player on PC. Well, what's what's gonna happen to this poor guy? Is he's gonna get isekai'd into Babylon's Fall? Oh, and then you're just gonna have—that's a—that's a worse way to go, probably than anything I could think of. Cause like, oh man, your textures got all murky. <laughs> if you had dark skin, you're green now. Sorry, <laughs> uh, that's fucked up. Imagine getting isekai'd into Babylon's Fall. You just kill yourself immediately, right? <laughs> there's there's our title card get isekai into Babylon's fall <laughs> yeah oh Jesus God. I don't know what, this is one of those things what's a, what's a sadder thing for you to hear is it one concurrent player or this quote here according to the same data the online brawler failed to attract more than 77 concurrent players at any point this week oh What's, what would, also what would make sad. you sadder to hear about a game? Like, if you didn't know it was Babylon's fault, mm-hmm. what would make you sadder <laughs> to hear about a video game? That it only has one player or that it only had 77 players? That it, it could not get more than 77 through a week. Ooh. I think it's the 77 because my argument for the one player, right, is that like, yeah, it's only the one guy, but that's got to be a dedicated guy, right? So that that means that like one person out there kind of likes your shitty video game, right? Maybe. Yeah. But like 70 you can't get more than 77. That just means you have a lot of people who like signed in and were like this is dog shit actually and then just signed out. You know? I, that's that's Yeah, tragic. I got I got to agree and like the the audacity like the absurdity of one player Mm-hmm. Helps temper like the sadness because it's <laughs> it's almost impressive. It is almost impressive that they managed to hang on to that one guy. I don't think that one guy likes the game, mind you, but he is still playing it. It's it, it's like you would almost like if you're hosting like a conve- like a convention panel, you would almost rather have like five guests, like five people in the audience, than mm-hmm. like twenty. Sure. You know, because it's like five people are paying attention. Yeah, they're gonna you know you can get them up front and you can kind of have like a cool like one on one conversation with them, right? But like when you have like twenty people in a room that seats like three hundred, yeah, you that just feels sad. People. That's just sad because they're all they're all invariably gonna be kind of scattered, so you can't really have like you can't really maintain eye contact with any of them. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's worse, hundred uh, percent. Uh, next, the 24 karat gold Nintendo Wii is finally up for sale. Excuse me? Quote, The gold-plated Wii, once destined for Queen Elizabeth II, is now destined for a shelf instead. That bitch is dead! (laughs) Quote, That bitch is dead! I know it! In 2009, THQ pulled a publicity stunt by covering a Nintendo Wii in 24 karat gold and trying to get it delivered to Queen Elizabeth II. Her Majesty never actually got her hands on the console, but now after a year of auction hijinks, you might be able to. (laughs) 
So this bitch has been dead since 2009. I knew it. Lich Queen. <laughs> the Queen. The, the idea of giving the Queen a Wii is somehow more audacious than giving the Pope Undertale. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, because, like, the Pope, giving the Pope Undertale. Okay, fine. You, you gave the Pope, I assume, like, a USB stick with Undertale on it. That's fine. The the Pope owns a PC. He could plug that in and, and play that. Sure. That's reasonable. It's just clicking away at, you know, WASD yeah. on your on your keyboard. Uh, do you really think the Queen of England does does waggle? Do you really think the Queen is going to waggle? You know? No. Do you she's not. You <laughs> the really Queen is the queen? not going one, to One, the Queen is a corpse. Two, yeah. the Queen cannot play Wii Sports bowling. I'm sorry. She she would swing a Wiimote and then her arm would just fall off. Pop right off. Like, like you know, a, you know, like, like, like God forbid not having the strap, her entire shoulder is going to get launched in the TV. <laughs> she just turns, she just reduces her ankles to dust with like a single bowling motion. No, no, we cannot, we cannot be having the queen. No. Imagine going three rounds with the queen of England in Wii boxing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the force of the me on the TV would knock her on her ass. Yeah, absolutely. She, you know, she is ancient. You know, she she is approximately 700 billion years old. Um, So I don't know. Like, if you do you think if you showed the queen, like, I don't know, like a like a train coming at her in a movie theater. Do you think oh. she would think the train would like come through the TV and was like, or the, the theater screen and was like going to run her over. Right. Oh, if you, yeah. If you showed, if, if you got the, the queen to actually sit down and play a Wii game mm -hmm. and you told her like, if you, if you swing this gold bar, the person on the screen does the same thing. She would be like, we used to burn witches at the stake for this. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. When when I was a little girl, I killed a woman for this. Yeah, no, she she's like, oh, you mean this runs on a computer? Why we killed that one queer fellow for that? And it's like, oh, <laughs> your Majesty, we it's don't like, talk about oh. that. We don't talk about Alan Turing anymore, sweetheart. This the Japanese made this. Have we conquered them yet? <laughs> oh, pip pip cheerio. Do uh, we own them? No, your majesty, you don't own anyone. Yes, I do. I'm the Queen of England. <laughs> well, ma'am, the Empire is, is not much, and then she just drops dead. And it's like, oh, thank God, yeah. you're free. Oh, God. <laughs> also, how do, you, how do you pitch... How do you pitch this to someone? Like, this Nintendo Wii was almost owned by the Queen of England. <laughs> yeah, the problem is that, like... It's a Nintendo Wii. Like, if it was a gold-plated Switch? Well, Maybe, then, you, yeah. then you have some, like, quality to play. But you got a Wii instead. You know, that whole generation was just, like, really ugly and murky. You know? Like, you have a... You know, and, and gold... It doesn't... And gold, like, melts really easily. So, I don't know. I feel like covering a system in gold is just not a good idea. You know? I mean, you can... You can you can cover a Wii in like gold foil, you know? Like Yeah, if I it didn't do that actually get it some crafts from Hobby Lobby, but I don't think that's what they're doing they're talking about here. If if it didn't actually get into the Queen's hands, then what should we care? 
Well, I guess the novelty of owning a solid, but it's not solid gold. It's not it's solid. Like it's gold. covered in 24 karat gold. That's bullshit. Never mind. It's like a, I want th- a you know, it, 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 yeah. I want a solid it, gold Wii. I would spend <laughs> money on like a Wii that they like, that they like cast the, the, the casing in gold, like pure fucking gold. That's actually worth something. But gold plated? Gold? No. No, 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 no. That's not worth dick. No, I'm sorry. Hell, man, you can get a copy of Legend of Zelda, and that shit's gold-plated. <laughs> that shit's worth way more, too. And yeah. way more useful to you. Oh, God, what else? Uh, unreleased version of the infamous Duke Nukem Forever seemingly leaks. We got our hands on the 2001 build. Duke Nukem Forever. He pees out of his forehead. He does. He pees out of his forehead in this one. That's how I That's how I post on Twitter. <laughs> God. Just come, just piss coming directly from my forehead, and that's why that's why my why my Twitter is like that. You should follow me on Twitter, <laughs> and you too can be driven categorically insane by uh, politics and Xenosia Galvis. Don't worry about it. Um, the point is that this is an extremely rough build. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's... yeah, it's it's hardly playable. Like it's it's very janky. Uh, it's it's a miracle they got it working at all. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, yeah, there's no way, like, it's, it's not like we found, like, the secret version of the tw- 2001 right. game that was, like, finished and never got released. We like, found the secret version of the finished version of DNF that's actually good, you guys. We did it. We found a good version of Duke Nukem Forever. No, there was never a good version of Duke Nukem <laughs> no. Forever. I'm so sorry. It's it's just a, it's a 2001 <laughs> shooter, and uh. it's not done. But, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, a pretty big piece of history to be like, oh, sure. look at that. There it is. You can, you can point out and say that, see, they weren't just fucking around for 14 years. They actually did try to make something. They, yeah. Uh, they did do work. And unfortunately, they made Duke Nukem forever. Whoops. I still think uh, mm-hmm. if you can get him out of Randy Pitchford's grubby, greasy you hands. Could make, you could make a new Duke Nukem game and it would be good. You yeah. would have to wash all the grease off of him first, but it yeah. is possible. If you if you can save him from Randy Pitchford's clutches, you can bring back Duke. You can again bet on Duke. I don't know. If I ever found myself in Randy Pitchford's clutches, I wouldn't want to be saved. I would want you to take me out back and put me down like old Miller. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll never be yeah. clean again. Just put just just no, no, just put me out of my misery. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll actually get a Duke Nukem game again. It could happen. One day. One one day he'll get to join Doom Guy and PJ Blaskovitz in, in like in, in good in, video game Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something nice will happen. Why the fuck would anything nice ever happen ever? They're just Duke Duke's like riding off like one day I will join you brothers. <laughs> Doom Guy and PJ are like, who are you again? Aww. <laughs> God. They're like they're like reaching across the gap for him, like to make to like grab his hand. That's like that bit and Randy SpongeBob. Randy Pitchford pulling him back, <laughs> yanking him back down into bad video game hell. Man, really, Give us fuck, back. fuck Randy. He's just sitting on that IP and not fucking doing anything with it because he because he can because he's that big of piece of shit. And I hate Randy Pitchford. Well, I'm running out of people I- to say. 
to tell, like, who to tell fuck off at the end of every episode, because I've already said fuck Bobby Kotick, and I've already said fuck Randy Pitchford, so I'm running out of ideas, folks. I mean, there's all, we, we, you know, we can always just recycle Cliffy B. That's true. Mm-hmm. We, we can just go through the three of them constantly. That is true. There- also, fuck Cliffy B. He's not really important this episode, but, like, that guy's also <laughs> a huge piece of shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. F- fuck him, because I keep getting it, I keep getting his bullshit mixed up with Randy Pitchford's bullshit, and I can't and tell them apart. They're kind the same guy though right they, like they're they're extremely like like randy is way greasier but cliffy b i was gonna say might be more obnoxious that's not true i think i might hate randy pitchford the most of any single individual in the industry other than bobby Kotick, of course but that's because bobby Kotick has like actually <laughs> killed people um if you, allegedly if you stab bobby Kotick with the with the yamato randy pitchford and cliffy b fall out <laughs> yeah that actually is true <laughs> oh god you do a fusion ha and you get bobby Kotick. horrible i don't like it uh speaking of things i don't like oh no one one more article for the day Gotham Knights devs dropped thir- new 13-minute gameplay video. Scrap last-gen versions. I saw some of this. I go. I go to sleep immediately. I see. I see. I see a, a gear menu mm-hmm. where you have to assign gear to your character to update their stats. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I get very sleepy I and go my to vision sleep. blurs. I go, to, I go to sleepy. I put on my PJs. I drink my warm milky. I go to sleep because that's what Gotham Knights makes me feel. Uh, yeah. All those care, all those costume designs are dog shit too. Did you see those? Did, I, did you see the Batman Beyond ones? Yes. Ooh. Hideous. Hideous. Wretched. Disgusting, actually. Like, yeah. You know, like, the cool, you know, like, the, the appealing thing about the, the Batman Beyond suit is that it's just, like, a a slab of black with a, with some red highlights. And it's like, ooh, that's very cool and, and eye-catching, you know? Because it's, it's so simple in comparison to the, to the traditional Batman outfit. Yeah. Uh, what if we overcomplicated the fuck out of it and instead made it the ugliest thing you've ever seen? No. No, more what we- lines. What if we filled it with lines and veins? It's horrible. Like, you've done it. You've missed the point entirely. No, this game is either... This game is either going to um, flop catastrophically, or it's going to sell, like, 70 billion units. There's there's no middle ground here. Well, no. They announced that your co-op can only support two players. But there's four characters. Yeah. But there's four. No, Ben. Ben, no, you you don't understand. But there's four characters. Yeah. But. <laughs> but there are there are four playable characters. Yes. Only two. Only two can play at the same time. But there's just, four. Just, okay. Just, just okay. you and your buddy. You and your friend. Only one. Okay. Only one buddy. Yeah. Despite four. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cool. 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 All right. All right. All right. Did you? Did you see Jason Todd without his mask on? No. Is it bad? <laughs> he looks like. Speaking of Duke Nukem, he looks like a seventh genman. <laughs> that makes sense. That's tragic. <laughs> it's. It is. 
It is, uh, who is it bad? Hold on, I'm going to send you a picture of it. Please it is, do. It's, uh... Oh, oh my god. Oh, 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 oh. What did oh. they do? What's wrong with his hair? What did they I do don't... to him? <laughs> oh, Jason, not like this. No, he Bad enough, he has to die. He has now you're going to do this to him? They made him... Why is he so wide he's not he's not that wide in the game it's the weirdest thing that's really weird yeah he no, doesn't does he just like compress down into his bat suit or something? <laughs> well, he, we, yeah, he, he wears like, he, he wears that that super like super tight batman beyond suit and it just compresses his shoulders <laughs> in <laughs> just shrinks him down yeah this is extremely bad they, looking okay they, they also made Dick Grayson ugly, which is like oh. an even bigger sin. Oh no, what have like, they done? How, how, are you, how are you going to make Dick Grayson ugly? The whole point of his character is that he's stupid and hot. Like, he is, he is equality in comics because he's, he's just a, a dumb, hot guy with a fat ass. And that's, that's like what a, a big part of his character is. He doesn't have any deep thoughts other than having a big fat ass, you know? Uh, it's equality, you know? Yeah. <sighs> but, okay. Like, I mean, see, this is what happens this... when you don't let me women make your video game. And I know that's like girl, like uh, it's a little girl bossy, but hear me out, right? Either a gay man or a straight or bisexual woman, anybody like that would look at this and go, no, you did it wrong. Go back. They're supposed to be hot. You don't understand. This is just like, what? Well, like Batman, like Batman are just like dudes, right? And it's like, no, yeah. my friend, they are not just dudes. They are hot dudes. You go have to back. Everyone in the Bat Fam is extremely hot, except for Damien, because he's ten. Because he's a child, exactly. But the rest of them are supposed to be hot. That's the whole purpose: is that it's just a bunch of like weird, hot lunatics living in a mansion on the like the edge of Gotham, and nobody thinks that they could possibly be uh, the Batmans, you know? Uh, and and so by not making them hot you've you've removed the cartoonish suspiciousness of their characters it's tragic is what i'm saying you you fundamentally misunderstood you 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 don't understand the assignment i'm sorry go back do it again not even you, not even it, a if, for effort there's not enough effort here no, on this play there's no. there's nothing to go on here it the gameplay doesn't even look that great it looks like weak arkham gameplay there are four characters ben but yeah, you can only they're... play with two. Yep. Okay. Which the other bullshit like, this is this is just Avengers all over again. Oh yeah. You know, like that's exactly what this is going to turn into. Mm -hmm. This is going to be another f complete disaster like Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. Games as a service horseshit probably. Uh and and just like no, you don't understand. And they're going to they're going to keep trying to fold like throw out new characters and no one like the the hype is going to get progressively and progressively worse yeah absolutely you know yeah it's uh it like conceptually when i heard of it i was like oh that's cool it's a batman game without batman but the more and more you see of the game it's like oh no never mind i i don't want this actually i would like you to take this back to the store yeah 
you you put too many features into this. Uh, take them out. I did not ask for these features. Yeah, after a certain point, the feature bloat just turns like reduces an entire video game into into gray mush. You know, uh, so no, I I do not like it. I I will not be playing this. I mean, I'm not really much of a, of a, of a triple gay game person, anyways. Anymore, so like this especially is just it is it is definitionally just triple A goop. Yeah, it's 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 that it is it's the like that stat screen is the exact same screen I've seen in a million other games. Yeah, absolutely, they were just like, what if we took, what if we just made a, a video game that has everything in it, and and what you get is a, a video game that is just. Uh, nothing. It, it looks bad. <laughs> yeah. So, oops. Uh, but that is it. Oh, that was easy. That is all the news we That's, have for we're, now. We're free of news. Well, uh, at least maybe someday they'll make a new Deus Ex game? Maybe? 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 Like, <laughs> I, this is one of those things where like... To. This is a, this is one of the rare situations in which like a company being sold to another company is a objectively good thing. Yeah, like for the <laughs> most part, this seems like a net benefit for everybody, and because like Square Enix obviously doesn't know what to do with their Western studios and and cartoonishly mismanages them at every single turn, and like obviously nobody at the Western studios is happy because they're being like cartoonishly mismanaged. Um, so maybe everybody can be happy this way. Uh, as long as the NFT debacle doesn't raise my Final Fantasy XIV sub, I'm fine. So <laughs> do whatever That's you want with your ill-gotten games, frankly. Uh, all right. So that'll do it for us. Thank you to Broke for Free Fuse of Background Music. You can follow me on Twitter at The Gorge Podcast. You can follow Sarah at Radio Activity. And uh, you can email us at thegorgepodcast.gmail.com. And if you want to listen to Sarah talk some more to other people, you can listen to other podcasts. I do a lot of talking all of the time. In fact, I, I never shut the fuck up. Maybe someday. Uh, hey, I'm in another podcast called Big Gay Nerds, where me and a bunch of cool queer friends get together and we play tabletop games. Uh, we we play a lot of different systems. We have a lot of different stories kind of running. Right now, we're playing Masks, a new generation. It's one of my favorite games. It's a, it's a system where we play as young superheroes trying to kind of find their way in a complicated world. Uh, it it rules. We have a robot cowboy. And frankly, isn't that what everybody wants in their life? A pink robot cat boy? Of course you do. So come listen to us. We're Biggie Nerds, wherever you can find your podcasts. And yeah, thanks. All right, that'll do it for us. No, but really, I'm out of ideas because I've already said fuck uh, Brandy Pittsburgh. I've already said <laughs> fuck Cliffy B. And I've already said fuck Bobby Kotick. So you're going to have to give me something this time, man. Uh, <laughs> fuck Marvel. Fuck the 616 timeline it's all a disaster <laughs> don't read them ever <laughs> don't do it don't do that to yourself don't don't read don't comics what how do i get into comics you don't <laughs> you don't okay you you <laughs> missed your chance okay you had your chance when you were three years old and and, and now you you can't it's not worth it i'm find I'm... some some good isolated stories <laughs> I'm gatekeeping you, but not because I think I'm better than you. I'm gatekeeping you for your own sake, for your health. <laughs> I am being a gatekeeper. I'm I'm gatekeeping you like I gatekeep the tiger cage. <laughs> I, I I'm not yeah. I'm not letting you into the tiger enclosure so that you don't get killed. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm trying to protect you from being mauled by tigers. Now, <laughs> if you want to go past the gatekeeper and climb in behind my back, now that's on you. But if you come out and say, but I was mauled by tigers, I will say that was why there was a gatekeeper. You know, uh, we're trying go, to help you here, people. Go read Ultimate Spider-Man. Go read Spider-Man Life Story. Go read Miss Marvel. Read something that is not connected to anything else. <laughs> read uh, all of IDW1 Transformers. Not IDW2. Yes. Unless Last Bot Standing ends up being good. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, we will. Yeah. I'll report on that tomorrow. Yes. If, if it's any good. If it actually is IDW1 Hot Rod, like everybody is saying it might be, which would be fucked up. Um, I will, uh, yeah, I will. I will be talking about that on our next roundup for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. How I enjoyed issue one of Last Bot Standing. <laughs> We're gonna find out real soon. Um, yeah. But anyway, the point is, don't read comics. You know. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. <laughs>